0: i feel like long distance kind of prolonged an inevitable breakup i told everyone i loved being long distance because i got to have crazy college years and i still got to have my boyfriend you met for a month and then you decided you could do it daddy issues <laughs> people mm-hmm. change so much to a point where there was nothing else yeah that was holding us together <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Oh, I win. Wait. I'll un-jinx I always forget you. the rules. I don't know what the rules are. I think um, Jinx. We did this last but time. You, Yeah, but you didn't say Jinx. Oh, so then so you then won. So then I win. Okay. Okay, but anyways, happy match day. Happy, ma- happy match day. We say everyone. that as if we're going to medical school and we're doctors and we um, match to a hospital, but we didn't. We didn't. I have gotten so invested in the match process. Like, I, I obviously didn't go to medical school. It's like but. an award show. If I want to match so bad. Like, <laughs> people, like To so open, open the envelope and be like, <laughs> yeah, oh my God, I just won the Grammy. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if I had known you could match... She would have been a doctor. I'd be Dr. Emily right now. Yeah, not sitting here talking (laughs) to me. I love the idea of matching. And like, you and another school, like choose each other it's like kind of romantic and like but cute but it's not romantic it's not romantic no and, and you I'm don't learning. really choose each other Janice was like teaching me all of I'm it. actually a honorary med school student Janice that graduated. MD yeah mm-hmm. seriously um, so match day's is a little bit triggering for me you know but yeah. <laughs> 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 this match day has brought up a lot of conversations between us the last what they matched literally yesterday <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I guess for everyone who doesn't know, my ex, one of my exes, he um, was in med school mm-hmm. and going to be an orthopedic surgeon. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is too much information, but but I know the ins and outs for the four years of med school, everything, the processes um, mm-hmm. and match day in particular is mm-hmm. actually when we broke up. Yeah. Around the time. So mm-hmm. it's a wild <laughs> ride. It's just brought up a lot of, I think, dialogue between us about long-term relationships, especially Janice's. But like, I also had a long dis, sorry, long, it's brought up long distance relationships in general. Yeah. Because I think it was like thinking about him and then thinking mm-hmm. about how most of our relationship was actually long distance and reflecting right. if it worked or not. or Well, obviously it didn't work. So why it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yes. So hi, my name is Janice. My name is Emily. And this is four years later where we talk about the unglamorous parts about being in our mid twenties as Asian American women, all four years after college. So I guess I can kind of give some context, mm. but we started dating my senior year of college. Yeah. What quarter? You went. You were gone in winter. My senior year, like summer before senior year even started. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then um, at that time, I was interning in New York already. So we kind of started seeing each other when I was in New York and just texting and FaceTiming. And that internship in New York after a year turned into a full-time offer. And so he was starting med school Mm -hmm. in LA and I was moving to New York. So from really the beginning of our relationship, it's always been long distance. We had one year where I was in school and he's a year older. So I was in school and he Mm -hmm. was doing like med school prep, whatever that is. And... Then after that, the three years to come, we long distance, either from New York to LA or from Mm -hmm. SF to LA, and then it was COVID, um, and then we broke up. Yeah. And now to think about it, I feel like long distance kind of prolonged an inevitable breakup. Hmm. I know that sounds really pessimistic. It was great at first, but did you, when you guys like, obviously you knew this was going to be long term, long distance. Like when I guess, like when you started dating, but like, did you have that thought that oh, it's long distance, like this is probably not going to work out? No. Okay. So you're saying inevitable? Like looking back, hindsight, oh, twenty twenty. Yeah, that's not true. Oh no, I'm just I'm asking. Like, no, that's you're right. You that, okay. I think it, it made me so when. So we've been together for a year and then I was trying to figure out if I wanted to take this job offer in New York or not. Having senioritis, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take this job because it'll be good for me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to search anymore. I'm so tired of applying to jobs. And so I took the job offer Mm -hmm. and realized then, oh, Yeah. After a year of being with him, we both really, really liked each other and we wanted to see where things were going. But the context behind that is that we've already been best friends for four years. So, having known him for five years, like it made the relationship that we were in even more serious. Yeah. Yeah. And things went faster, but like feelings were just more intense. Yeah. And I think we thought, we could make it work. He was doing research on it, and he talked to a lot of people oh that God. were long distance. Yeah. from for for like ten years, and then ended up being married. How did he they survive that? Many like, people, I don't know. Um, oh wow, that's amazing. He would just like tell people that uh-huh. we were going a long distance, and he said, "I fully believe." Well, okay, I guess we kind of decided to go into this because we knew that I wanted to move back to LA eventually. Right. And okay. so there was kind of an end to it. We just didn't know when, but mm. I would try to get a job that would eventually lead me back here. Oh, so, okay. So you guys like did talk about you taking this job. Cause my question was going to be when you took that job, was it like you made that decision or did you guys like talk about it? Cause you were only together for a year at that point. But, I like, made the decision alone and I, oh, I wanted to be really we, we, career girly. Right. So it was real, like, after it had been kind yeah. of, like, a year. because I was still interviewing after I accepted oh. the offer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know it looks a little bad, but, like, no, th- no it doesn't. would happen. It doesn't look bad. I was just wondering. Yeah. No, no, I mean, if I accept the offer, and then <laughs> oh. I was like, no, no, just kidding, <laughs> I'm moving. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. But... So, so basically I had decided in the fall that I was going to do it and I wanted he knew that I got the offer too. So it, there were no no secrets. No secrets. And um I wanted to make sure that I made the decision for my career that was best for me. Mm-hmm. And I've always been someone really conscious about making a decision because of a relationship or because of a guy, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to do that. I want to make sure that looking back, I have no regrets. Like I committed to my relationship. I didn't move for a guy. I didn't stay for a guy. I did it, you know? And because it was so new, mm-hmm. it made sense to me. Like if this was something where we were married mm-hmm. or we were going to get married or we were engaged or we were been together for 10 years, it would make sense for me to consider him in my decision. Cause he's part of my life, but right. You know, I, this is my first job ever. So we did some research and he, we came up with a plan. It was to visit each other every month and that we would have to FaceTime every night and we would set a time so that it's not always like, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Um, this is so healthy. <laughs> it was very organized. <gasps> wow. Yeah. i I'm impressed. And one thing we did was like, we would write a letter to each other every month. To have something to look forward to besides the visit, and you mailed it like, and we mailed 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 it, it. and so we would so cute. But and we would never tell each other when we mailed it, so that when we received it, we were like extra excited. And and I would check the mail every day. It was a great way for me to check my mail because I hate checking my mail. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and um, yeah, it was really cute. Really cute. I actually still have all the letters just as a memory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's really cute because I think even though things ended. Weirdly, mm-hmm. it, there like you still have to cherish the good times, and um, so he was in med school at that this time. It was his first year. He had more time than me as someone first year. When you're in your job, you like don't want to ask for any time off, and mm-hmm. in finance. Everyone judges you when you take your time off. Dang. You're not yeah. supposed to. You're just supposed to work, 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 work. Yeah. Um, so he would come visit me more and then I would pay for the ticket if it was my turn to visit him and I wasn't able to go. Oh, wow. You guys like had a contract. New New York and LA had a three hour time difference too. So we would plan it like when do I get off or before bed, but he had time after class and all this stuff. It was, that's amazing. Yeah. And I think it prolonged like the honeymoon phase and the in love phase because when you're together, it's like a vacation, right? the way that we saw it is oh if he's coming next week i better do all my work this week so that when mm-hmm. i see him and or see her i have nothing on my plate and we just focus on our relationship and that mm-hmm. the fact that we're together yeah so every time he came we would like explore new places to eat and places to see in new york and like do all these fun things and then he would leave and we would go back to our real lives mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when we were facetiming Yes, we would like tell each other things, but I think it's so different when you have a conversation on FaceTime versus when you have it in person. Yeah. Because if someone wants to complain about their day, it just sounds more annoying on FaceTime. And because you only have so much time on FaceTime, right? It's like you're not going to use that time to like... Be the worst version of yourself. Like you want to like talk about everything exciting and like anything that's on your mind. So I get that. Like you don't get a real glimpse into like what daily conversation would be like. Yeah. And because it's like you have to live your whole day and yeah. then you speak to the person. Mm-hmm. You're not like living through the experience with them. That's true. You don't even yeah. like come home and sit on the couch together and be like, oh, I just scrolled through Instagram and I saw so and so, da da da. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. It's just like, what are your highlights and lowlights? And it's just a summary of your day, right? The so, parts you remember. Yeah. So like when you guys would have your FaceTimes, would, would you text throughout the day too? Or how did you keep in contact throughout the day? Or did you? So I, when we first started, I was actually insanely busy. Oh, the, yeah. my job requires me to be focused on like eight screens at once. Yeah. Um, Cause I was in sales And so I would have to be always executing trades until Mm. like 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. And I never had time to really look at my phone. Yeah. But when I did, it would be to like cry or complain because someone did something to really hurt me. Yeah. And he was in med school going to classes. And at that time, this was like pre-COVID, his school offers, um, what are those? The dead bodies called cadavers. Cadavers, mm-hmm. and you can like go in and practice and stuff. And so he oh. would go in there. We were both really busy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if there was like constant communication, it would be one sided. It would just be me because oh. he was always in classes. Yeah. And eventually, that relationship where it was one sided. Mm-hmm exponentially, like, increased Mm -hmm. because I started being able to balance my work with, like, texting. Yeah. But he started to start working at the hospital and, like, Mm -hmm. having to go into surgery and ORs, and so he'd put his phone away, and so... He really couldn't be on it, yeah. Any time I needed emotional support, I had no one. So even if I was in a relationship, it felt like I was alone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, um... I don't know. I just think that the long distance, so we did that for two and a half years or something, then COVID happened. And it was the only reason why I was able to work remotely Mm -hmm. and be in LA Yeah, Yeah. And, and be together. And I think that that time where we were spending more time together made us realize that all this long distance had made us grown apart.
1: Because Mm -hmm. we weren't
0: seeing each other every day or even three times a week. We were seeing each other one time a month. Yeah. Uh And you can't capture all the changes in someone like together. You can't do the journey with them together. And Mm -hmm. so we grew apart. And when we came together, we started realizing that. And just like his life and my life were so different. Mm -hmm. When we would spend time together, he was in a stage of his life where he was like applying to 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 hospitals mm-hmm. and always using st- looking at his flashcards studying yeah. working on his research mm-hmm. and even though we were in the same room together never speaking i feel like that's such a good point about like how you said when you lived in new york and he lived in la you couldn't grow together and so you didn't know what was happening cuz when i was in my long distance long term relationship I had the total, I didn't ever think about my relationship that way. I always thought about, it was so great that we were long distance because I was able to live my college life, crazy years. So I thought in my head at UCLA, but my boyfriend at the time lived at home and was like doing school uh, as a a commuter. Did you ever wish that he was doing like with you at the crazy parties though? Um... I think because I I guess, yeah, I did. I did sometimes and sometimes he would come visit me and he would get to go to the parties and we get to go together. And like, that was really fun. But overall, like when we met, we were living such, such different lives. You know, when he lived, he was living at home. He was also older. And so like, he already did the whole, like going crazy, going out. Like he had been there, done that. And for me, I looked at that as like, that's my experience that I need to like have, and I need to be able to do that. And I already knew I was able to separate and be like, that's what I'm going to do by myself. And that's why I told everyone I loved being long distance because I got to have crazy college years and he, and I still got to have my boyfriend to, you know, see every month or however often we got to. And I thought that was healthy. I was like, oh, this is great. I so get two lives. Did he ever, like, did you ever try to tell him about all the times that you went out? Yeah, and I told How him did the everything. dynamic work? He loved hearing me talk. I just, I just, like, spilled my guts, like, all the time. And, oh, this happened, and this happened, and this happened. And he was able to, like, keep up with, like, all my friends and everything. And he would, he met some of them. Yeah. But, like, I don't think he felt a ton of, like, FOMO about not being there. He never gave me... Any indication that he didn't trust me to go out. Like he would call me the same as you, you have like a time or whatever. We didn't have a time, but we always called each other every single day before we went to bed. So if he was about to go to sleep and I was out, he'd always call me and I'd answer and just step away from the party for a sec, talk for like five seconds and then go back. So we had a little system and I thought it was working, but what was happening is like, Through that distance, like I was growing in my own life like this and he was doing his own thing and maybe growing or whatever he was doing, but we weren't going in the same direction. Did you ever, were there any points in your relationship where you wish he knew more, he was more involved in your life? Not just like hearing about it, but Mm -hmm. living through it with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I guess, I wished I knew what it would be like to walk around campus together yeah. and like go to class together, go to go out on dates and stuff, going going to parties and like things like that. I definitely wished I could have that, but part of me also like understood what's the realistic situation for us, and this was it, and it seemed to be working up until it wasn't working anymore. What made you guys believe in long distance. I guess like how you guys met in... We met the summer before UCLA. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you spent a few months together and then immediately just decided that you could long distance? Yeah, I think we met like August and you know, UCLA started in like September. You met for a month and then you decided you could do it? Because we were never, we never lived in the same city ever. So we were long distance, whether I lived back home or I went to school, but, and it was the same the amount of time. Is, oh, what? Mm-hmm, Cause he lived in the middle between where I lived in UCLA. So it was actually like almost, well, it was kind of halfway. Okay. I see. Wait, mm-hmm. so how did you guys meet? I still don't remember this. We met through like a, uh, church function. Okay. Like we went to a, like the same like church thing yeah. over the summer and it was like a weekend trip. So I got I saw him, like, for, like, two or three days. And then he ended up just, like, hitting me up after. So you met... You guys hung out for a month, but not even every day, right? Because it would take three hours to get to his house. No, I I only met him in person, like, before going to UCLA, maybe, like, once or twice. but We texted a lot. What was the decision, like, yes, we should definitely long distance? Um, I think I was really excited because... I remember being in high school and like I went to like almost everyone was white in my high school and never having too much luck with love. And I never, I had a boyfriend, but you know, it's like freshman year. just doesn't really count. And it didn't last obviously. And I knew I needed to get to the big city to like meet an Asian guy. Oh. And so when I met him, it was like, oh my God, it's everything I could have wanted. Like he's in, you know, he was Japanese. And like, we ended up having a bunch of mutual friends. And so I was like, wait, this is perfect. This is exactly what I wanted. And so I was like, I can't believe it finally happened to me. Like I have to hang on to this guy. I also want to say I met him like the same year my dad died so I think there was an element of looking for comfort and support. And security. And yeah. And he was. Stability. He's a great. He's still a great guy. Like mm-hmm. he's very easy to talk to. So I think for me also, it's like, okay, I lost. One guy in my life, like I need something else to like. Daddy issues, <laughs> I don't know. sorry, I don't know. That was a good idea, but I mean, I I wanted it to work. And with the UCLA, I was really excited because I was like, oh, I have a dorm, I have like privacy, like I'll be able to like, he'll oh. be able to come over and stay, and so I was really excited about that. But um, but yeah, we lived very very different lives, and I feel like. So what I was thinking when we were talking about like the long distance, like why does it work? Or like, why doesn't it work? Like, I feel like the only way long distance relationships can work is if you and your partner are like going through like a similar era of your life and you also are like, I don't want to say doing the same things and you can still be doing different things, but like, I guess that's, I guess that's all it is. Like you're in a similar stage of life. I was in a stage of life of like grieving, of like numbness, starting an entirely new chapter and living in a new city. But he was living the same, basically the same life that he was before a similar time in your life where like, let's say I was, you know, didn't have my dad die and I was just going to, I had already been going to the same school and we were just like, we met. And happened to meet that way. I think there was just too much change in my life that was happening. Not enough or like not the same change in his life. And so when there's a lot of change, there's a lot of realizations and like reflection that I was going through that took me a few years to like acknowledge. Yeah. And then once I started acknowledging all the change and the grief and all the horribleness, but also the amazing parts of UCLA, I think... I I changed too. And so it's kind of like what you were saying, like you and, A, you and your ex like started changing and growing and you stopped seeing like the same similarities. You kind of just made me realize something, mm-hmm. but I think you're right that it only works if you guys are in the same place. And when there's so much change happening in mm-hmm. your life, mm-hmm and someone's stable and safe mm-hmm. and comforting comes in, like, you don't want to let that go and face another loss when yeah. you've already gone through something so traumatic. Exactly, I couldn't imagine Yeah, it. like, you couldn't let it go anymore. You, you can't, you need someone. And I think maybe, even when I moved to New York first, it was a new city for me. I had no friends, mm-hmm. except for the ones that we were interns with. But yeah. I really didn't know anyone, and none of our friends really moved to New York until way later on that I relied on him to be a, a person that explored the city with me. So I yeah. literally didn't do any, I didn't do a lot in New York until mm. he would visit me. And then we would do a bunch Everything of things together, but. He was your like support. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for a while, I think maybe that's why it, it worked. Yeah. Um, totally. That's totally why it worked. Yeah. Same for when I like moved to the Bay area, that's, mm-hmm. that's what happened and he was always like my support system yeah mm-hmm. and i think i kind of lost myself in that a little bit mm-hmm. and it's comforting it is but it was also burden a burden on him mm-hmm um, and a burden, like it hurt our relationship. Yeah. I'm not saying he's like a perfect guy or whatever, Mm -hmm. but he, yeah, that's one thing that I realized. And obviously we learned that whatever, but but that's so now that you say that, like, I think that exact thing happened to me too, because I started UCLA and it was like really hard and I didn't have like, a core, like super tight friend group. So I had my boyfriend and that carried me until like my junior, senior year when I started getting really close to tours and it really started to become like, these are my best friends. Like, and then you started to build a new support group and change. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Oof. Wow. Tiffany. Yeah. I think that's also how like your chemistry between your partner matters. Yeah. He was, when he first started med school, he was actually going through a really, really rough patch, similar to the ones that I was going through in New York and SF. And I was there for him. And I, you know, being the empathetic people we are, Mm. um, And there was one point where I remember where I was like, okay, we have to snap out of this. Like, Mm -hmm. here's a plan of action. Mm -hmm. Um, No more feeling sorry for ourselves. Because sometimes we do need to pity ourselves. And then we actually need to help ourselves. And when I was going through that, I don't think the same, like, approach was given to me. Oh, like maybe at first it was, but then I couldn't pull myself out of it. And he wasn't able to either. And it's not his job. Um, so, but that's, that's when things shifted, right? Like people mm-hmm. changed so much to a point where there was nothing else yeah. that was holding us together. Mm-hmm. And I now looking back, I started to realize a lot of like the things that we were reliving were college memories. Yeah. But I see people. And I know this is so cheesy to say, but you know how everyone's like, some people are meant to only stay in your life for a certain chapter. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. now the mentality is just like, in every chapter or in every person that comes into my life, Mm -hmm. I want to learn something about myself from it. And then if that person leaves, Mm -hmm. then at least I have a lesson learned. Yeah. I like that. And even to this day... Today we were sitting in the car mm-hmm. and we were listening to EDM and I was like, "By X is the one who introduced me to EDM. Like this yeah. is, this is a new unlock, but I'm learning. I'm like, okay, that's one thing I learned good about thing. myself. Yeah. A good thing. So yeah. there are good things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Really started to develop my music taste, I think. I mean, I'm better now. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I think it's good to think of it like that. I think I, I can definitely do better to think about little things like, oh, this this helped me. This like improved my life in some way. Um, it does feel strange though to to be I don't know if I I don't think I can do long distance anymore, just because I've been I did it for two and a half year mm-hmm. through, almost three years mm-hmm. and It takes so much energy, hard work, and work. Yeah, Yeah. and resources really. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And to have a relationship that is almost virtual most Mm -hmm. of the time, it takes away all of like the moments where someone Mm -hmm. gives you a hug or like touches your arm and is like, "It's okay." You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, It really makes a huge difference to have them nearby to know that like there's a place you can escape to, to be with them. Um, I think something I was just thinking about is like for both of us in our long distance, long-term relationships, they were our first,
1: right? right? They were our first
0: relationships ever. And so much of what I thought about subconsciously, I don't think I voiced it to like very many people or even myself, but Part of me was like really worried because I didn't have any dating experience. I'd never dated before. I had a boyfriend and that was it. And so I was feeling like, this is it. I'm not going to ever meet someone better than what I have now because I didn't know what that would look like. And it hasn't happened for you in high school. And it never happened for me in high school, which gutted me. But I had a couple of conversations with um, some family members who really, really kindly um, would sit me down whenever I would like bring up any like thoughts about the relationship. And one thing that sticks out to me still is my aunt. One of my aunts told me, Emily, you will break so many hearts like in your lifetime and you just don't even know it. And I remember like thinking, haha, like whatever. I was literally like a sophomore or something and um, I just like shrugged it off, but I like I kind of kept it in my brain for a little bit. Cause I was like, why would she say that? Like she's older than me, you know, she's married and like, I'm sure she has kids. Like I'm sure she like knows more than me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I should just keep this in my back pocket. And of course, like she was right. Like <laughs> there's so many other dates that I went on and like people that I met and stuff. But I think there was always this fear of if I let, even though the long distance isn't suiting me or like this relationship maybe isn't for me. Like I don't want to be alone either. Yeah. I would have wanted long distance rather than to be by myself. And if you did that, you would be able to have your world, your own world most of the time, but also always know that you have someone. Yeah. I guess maybe our long distance relationships for, for the (laughs) non-committal, like People that are in long-distance relationships, they can have their own time, but they can also, when they want, have someone else. Yeah. Because I I have a friend that's like that. And I think that that is the reason why they they are in long-distance. I don't think that's for... But, you know, okay. I don't think when you're in a long-distance relationship, you realize that. Yeah, like you don't go. I didn't into, know that. Yeah, you don't go into it being like I just need someone, so long distance mm-hmm. is better for me. It's so just like, like fully well, believing that one day you're gonna be together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you ever feel like? No, I'm just like re-listening to what you were saying back that you were involved in his life. Like you cared about what was going on with him. Yeah, I did feel like it. I I think that my, and I'm sure yours too, like I really f- believed in the relationship. Like you so felt like, like you guys had an integrated world together. Yeah, I felt like we did. I think it was a lot to do with church stuff. Okay. Like, um, which was great. And we had that mutual friend group there, or we both had the same friends. And I loved asking about, like his family and like, I loved being at their house and I felt really uh, welcome in his world. Very welcome. And um, that's why it was like, yeah, it it sucks. Of course it sucks, all breakups suck, but I say all of this now and I hope it doesn't come off cold because I've thought about it so much. In the moment though, I really was committed and I thought this was like who I was gonna be with forever. I agree. I think <clears throat> oops. That memory, like the memories that you create when you do see each other mm-hmm. because it's like you're on vacation. Yeah. And you're so present. Mm-hmm. Those are the memories that you only remember when things are when things are getting heated or your relationship is being tested because Those are the only memories you have where you're physically together. Mm -hmm. And then it made me want to keep trying because I was like, well, it was so good when we were together on this Mm -hmm. trip or not even on a trip, but just we were doing this one thing together, Mm -hmm. fully present Yeah, that I don't understand why it couldn't work. Yeah. I feel like long distance is long distance relationships are all high highs, low lows, Because when you're at your lowest, all you think about is like, but like how I felt last time when we, whatever, like, it's so amazing until it's not amazing anymore. And you know what? People say like long distance relationships will be successful because it tests your communication skills. Mm -hmm. I agree. But I think sometimes like words, you just saying words and knowing how to articulate your feelings and everything isn't enough because like... There's no person next to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you feel like your long distance relationship actually tested your communication skill? Like, do you feel like you're a better communicator now? I think a little bit because you have to, in the time span where you're FaceTiming, like try to say everything at once if you're feeling upset or something. Mm-hmm. And texting, you know, mm-hmm. like typing it all out, mm-hmm. but at the same time, maybe it didn't because you don't have enough time with someone to talk things out with. You know, yeah. you have to like figure it all out mostly on your own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. What about, What do you think? Mine. I'm thinking about it now. I don't think that my relationship tested that at all. What do you think it tested? Not much, to be honest, because we didn't fight. Like we didn't, our arguments were very short-lived, if if any. And so I think now if I were to, you know, break up with Barry and find someone else, I would want to find someone that challenged me in healthy ways to communicate better. Um, Barry does that with me all the time. And I think my communication skills are like so much better now with Barry than anyone I've ever been with like Janice knows she had to kind of um, I was the mediator Janice mediated a little (laughs) a little but you guys are so you guys are healthy communicators yeah I think it I've never like been with someone that's like forced me into that but it's good it's so good it is and like I never had those issues or I, I never even like stumbled across that with my ex Yeah, I don't know what it is then. I think it just took time to realize that you guys grew apart and you weren't incompatible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe having been through a long-distance relationship, we're more jaded. Yeah, Like, we just don't think it works. But also, it probably has to do with our love language, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. how... Quality time or like physical touch is important, and yeah. me wanting to be live my life with someone mm-hmm. versus someone across the world like, yeah, that's a preference, mm-hmm. and I can't do that anymore. I'm clingy, we've established this, Same. so I need someone. Mm-hmm. To actually be here with me, be able to come home and hang out and talk to them in person. Like, yeah. I think the best example we can think of is, um, think about going into the office for a meeting versus doing it on Zoom. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like, you never know when you're going to interrupt each other. Yeah. You never it's just know awkward. It is. You can't tell what's going to happen next. Do you feel like your love languages changed from like what they were with him? And then after you broke up, like now, basically, like, are they different? They must be different. I think I, it made me realize what my love language is. Oh, interesting. Cause I never, well, love languages really became a thing during mm, COVID. Yeah. Right. But I never really thought about what I needed in a relationship. I just knew how I felt when I was with him. Oh, and then I realized like through all the like med school journey, long mm-hmm. distance, like what I need is not only quality time, which I don't think quality time means more time together all yeah. the time. Yeah. But not only do I need quality time, I wanted someone like by my side, being able mm-hmm. to live cool things because cool things happen to us. Yes. Right. And you do. text Barry all the time. Mm-hmm. And, or, or tell him when he comes. Or, yeah, when he yeah. comes home. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, this happened. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to do that if I was in a long distance relationship. Yeah, you have to save it. Mm-hmm. I think like those examples are so crucial for long distance relationships because it made me really value the word, like words in general, because that's kind of all you have. You don't have the physical touch. Um, And, you know, I was in college and having a lot of money. I wasn't like giving, sending a lot of gifts or anything like that. So words were so big, but I remember telling my friends like, Oh, like physical touch. Isn't really like one of my love languages because I never saw him. And even like when I would, this should have been, I should have known, but even when I was with him, like it would bother me sometimes. Oh yeah. You were, you brought that up before. Yeah. If he was like, like had his arm around me, I didn't like that. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to do that. Do you think that was because of the person you were with or your love language just changed over time? I think hindsight that should have been a, a cue to me that maybe this isn't the right person if I don't even like like being touched by them because I growing up, I was a hugger, big hugger. Yeah. So not that I didn't like hugging him, but like noticing small things like that. I think now I'm like, oh, that was a sign because mm-hmm. now with a fairy, like always giving him hugs. Like I love being near him and stuff. So I, I've noticed a huge shift in my love languages over, the, over time. Has he helped you realize what they are? Maybe he just cemented it. Maybe I think I think they I noticed them myself after me and my ex broke up, and I was able to see like I actually really like physical touch or like I actually like and those things started to come up. And when I got with Barry, then those love languages like really really solidified. When you were with your ex, did you guys like now knowing your love languages? Mm -hmm. Did you guys have the same ones? Because if you had the same ones and you just didn't like being. Mm -hmm. there just was a compatibility thing right we didn't have the same ones which is not a big deal I think it'd be I think like I wanted words of affirmation Mm -hmm. and he wasn't good at uh giving that he loved quality time and like you said it doesn't have to be a lot of quality time um and I think that we tried to make the most of our time together so I think that was like satisfied for him but yeah words are hard for men, all men. It's not just him. Words are just hard, and so it was something that we like worked towards. but, um, I don't know if physical touch. I don't remember if that was one for him, but I mean, we were long distance. I didn't see him often, so I don't know if that was if that worked out <laughs> or that was another sign mm. that it was bad. I think acts of services are big for me. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. hard when you're a long distance. Yes, that is a huge one. Yeah. But I'm also starting to realize when good things happen to you, Mm -hmm. not all of them, like Barry is physically there for, but there are some. Yeah. Like, especially on the weekends, right? Mm -hmm. But he missed, like, we would miss all of each other's because we only saw each other once a month. Right. And so. The feeling like the excitement, the initial excitement when you find out about something super exciting, like a job offer or like Mm -hmm. a promotion or, or like a a really cool deal. Yeah. Um, Something, Mm -hmm. it's always like you want it to be captured because when you say it over the phone, you've processed it. You're like, oh, this happened to me. Yeah. yeah, You know, that's true. That's really true. You miss the in the moment moments. Yeah. You're almost like yeah. reading the news yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, there there are a lot and a lot of things that you miss on long distance relationships. And I think these are all reasons why we probably don't recommend them. I wouldn't <laughs> say we don't recommend them. I think we just like it's it's like the swim at your own risk kind of thing, right? Like here's our experience. <gasps> We're I, don't know. I think I think I'm anti-long distance. You think? Totally anti-long distance. But if someone is like so in love with the other person, I don't think I would have the heart to be like, it's not going to work out because they're going to blame you for... Here's my take. I think going through what I've gone through, there's not a lot of time to be with people that you actually care about. And so you're going to spend your limited time on this planet only seeing your significant other once a month yeah. That's devastating to me. And because they're not there, mm-hmm. when you're out with your friends, it mm-hmm. takes away from your presence with them because yep. you're always texting your significant other or trying to call them yeah. and coordinate. It really does. You don't realize how much of your time it takes to You make so much of the other things happening in your life because of that. Yeah. So I, yeah, I am I'm anti-long distance. I don't think people should do them. I think that we, and we can talk about this in another episode, but the whole idea of like between being in love and being compatible is something that we've been talking about. And I, I think you can probably find someone that lives closer to you. This is news to me. Yeah. I truly, I I think you can. I don't, I think, I think if you have an end date for your long distance, it could be able to work. It could. But you can't go into it and be like, well, I'll maybe <laughs> see you in five years or whatever. You could. It has to be if it if it was long distance, like okay, I'm coming back in a year, mm-hmm. and um, then we're gonna like move in together, whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it gets tricky. That that could be true if it was like, oh, I'm gonna be long, we're gonna be long distance for six months. Like okay, like that. I could I could see that see? being yeah. okay. Okay, but like like how we, I guess, I start I thinking about us. Yeah, right. Like four years—that's a really long time. Yeah, and all—not that I don't want to say I regret being in a long-distance relationship because I needed to do that to be who I am today. So I think we've both learned a lot from it. And it taught you how to live alone, kind of be alone, be alone in yeah, in that physical sense of the word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think in like older sister advice, I guess like no long distance relationships. I mean, but but who are we to stop love? Don't blame us. (laughs) Don't (laughs) Don't don't use us us. as a reason why you shouldn't try long distance. Like if that's what your gut's saying, Mm -hmm. do it. Because I am, this is a big disclaimer. Yes. Um, But we are not into it. We're not into (laughs) it. And I just wanted to shout out uh, this guy, David, who emailed us this exact question um shout out to you thank you for inspiring us to talk about it Mm -hmm. i think it's been a really interesting conversation and i hope that this response helps with your situation um and i think if anybody has any thing that they want us to talk about email us dm us we are we're reading yeah we're always interested yes yeah we really appreciate your um Topic ideas. Okay, I'm getting hungry. Me too. Bye, Bye. guys. (laughs)